If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Abe. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Also by Audible. Get two free books when you sign up at runjumpstomp.com slash audible. For those of you that don't know, I am a teacher, and today was the first day of school, so my voice is a little bit rough today, and I'm very thankful that there's not a lot of news that I have to cover. Uh, that being said, this is episode 78, and I've got a review from Matt Murray. Uh, he's in Honolulu. I used to live in Hawaii, and it was beautiful all the time. Uh, he said, this podcast is a home run for me. The host is extremely knowledgeable and articulate. He is able to efficiently hit all the major news stories while adding some personal con commentary. His punctuality with posting new episodes is impeccable as well. It is a great feeling to know which days I can expect a new podcast about the Switch and know the content is going to be excellent. I would rate this podcast higher than five stars if I could. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you very much, Matt, for the review. If you guys haven't done so, head on over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and give the show a review. It'll help us uh, get discovered by people who are interested in Switch stuff just like you. Uh, I also received an email from James. Uh, they said, hey, man, have started listening to your podcast. Love how articulate and succinct you are. Hold on a sec. Did I just read that? Okay, no. Sorry, I got distracted. I'm currently debating whether to take the plunge or not. I probably will. But just quickly, where the hell is Switch Sports or a Mario Bowling? The thing that made the original Wii so popular, the thing that would show off the Switch and its controllers, would almost single-handedly sell an awful lot more units. Feels like a giant elephant-sized hole in the lineup. Have you heard anything? Tennis, bowling, air hockey, that sort of thing, indie or otherwise? Cheers. Keep up the great work, James London. All right, James, thank you so much for writing in. If you guys want to write in, you can do so with um, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Uh, give me something to talk about on those slow news days. Uh, so anyway, James, I do hope you take the plunge and pick up the Switch. It's a very, very good console. As for As far as your question, where is Switch Sports? I think that Nintendo wanted to distance themselves from the Wii brand because the Wii U kind of tarnished it. And while I think it's the smart thing for them to do, in the long run, I do think that we need to have some motion control style sports games for the Switch to take advantage of those controllers. Now, I think that Nintendo was banking on 1-2 Switch being that um, that thing, but it wasn't very well received and it was not nearly as popular. And I think a lot of the reason is that the way that you're supposed to play the game is without looking at the screen. And one of the things that people loved about Wii Sports 
was, you know, having those characters on the screen. It was very playful and fun and, um, oh gosh, what's the word? Uh, not unobtrusive, um, unintimidating, I think is the word. It's a very welcoming game. And one to switch, they show you the videos of what you're going to look like when you are playing. And for the most part, you look kind of dumb. One of our patrons, Captain Logan, in chat uh, points out that the $60 price tag for 1-2-Switch was kind of difficult to bite compared to uh, the other launch title, which was Zelda. Now, a lot of people have said that 1-2-Switch should have been a pack-in, but I really don't think that's the case. I think that if if 1-2-Switch had been a pack-in, that sends the wrong message as to what type of console this is. This is a console that can do just about everything. And if you put 1-2-Switch in there with it, it kind of sends the message to the uh, general consumer that this is a system that is meant for just casuals. And that's just not the case. This is a system that uh, thrives when you can do uh, a single-player game for extended periods of time. Uh, it is a system that thrives when you can do party games like Jackbox. And it's a system that thrives when you can take off the, con- the, the controllers and sit down next to somebody and have a blast. This is a system that can do just about everything. And if you pack in um one two switch that would have been a big mistake anyway hopefully i've answered your question i really do agree though that at some point i would love to see a switch sports because those are fun games and i would love to see the actually what i would prefer over the switch sports you know get rid of the mies because i don't really care about the mies they're cool and they are inviting and they're not threatening um, but I think what would also just be better is Mario sports games like Mario bowling, just like you were saying, Mario tennis, um, Mario golf for crying out loud. Why don't we why don't we have a Mario golf game for this? It would be amazing, both with and without motion controls. Anyway, thank you again, James, for emailing me. I don't have any voicemails this week. If you guys want to uh, call the show and leave a voicemail, you can do so by using the phone number 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. In addition to the email or hitting me up on Twitter, there's lots of ways to get a hold of me, and you can find those in the show notes. All right, let's jump into the news. When you play the system with the most arcade hits, you're playing with power. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. Well, we've got our first real look at Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. There's been a trailer that's been released on YouTube. Uh, the, the game does come out on September 22nd. Uh, there, it has the normal modes that you would expect in a uh, fighting game. But the things that stood out to me from the trailer is that the game also has a a five-player co-op match against a boss, it looked like. They didn't come right out and say that, but that's what it looked like. And it looked really cool. I'm not really a Dragon Ball guy. I've never been into... I've never watched the cartoons. I've never looked at the comics. I think it's a comic as well. And I only 
played the game like in passing at a friend's house once. Um, but I thought that that was a really cool thing to, to cooperate with a bunch of other players and try and take down a boss, almost like an MMO, which is something that I love about MMOs is overcoming boss mechanics in order to take somebody, take, take down a boss, but you got to work with your team, you know? Um, I like how you are able to customize your character and it really looked like the characters that, that players were making in the video, they looked straight out of the cartoon. I, I say that I've never watched it, but it's impossible to be a nerd on the internet without having some passing knowledge of Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball, whatever. Um, so I, you can tell that that the they've taken great care to make sure that when you make your own character for the game, it definitely looks like it belongs. Now, what I hope to see, and something that I did really like about the Miis, was where people make characters that look like actual people or pop culture icons like Homer Simpson or Peter Griffin. Um, I would love to see that in Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. Uh, the game also showed off that they have three ver versus three online battles, which is very cool. Um, the idea that it's 3v3 makes me wonder if this is in one of those games where Nintendo is going to drop the ball with voice chat and voice chat just won't be good enough with their current app. Uh, or is it even going to be included in the app? Like so far, the only game that is in the Nintendo Online Switch app is Splatoon 2. And I would love if more games got in there uh, for people to use. I'm very curious to see if we're going to have third-party games in uh, that app. That would be a big deal. And if not, can the third-party games roll their own voice chat? Instead of having, you know, if Nintendo won't do it, if Nintendo is against this idea of having system-wide voice chat. Can the third parties do it themselves? I don't know. I know that the the Switch actually has the ability to do voice chat, but would Nintendo allow that? Somehow I don't think so, but, you know, I could be wrong. Um, back to Dragon Ball, though. The graphics of the game look really good. It looks fantastic. It's a very, very pretty game. It looks like you are playing a cartoon, and I always love that style. Um, I'm not uh, a big into anime and things like that, but I really do love the anime art style um, a lot. Uh, the game has motion controls as well as traditional controls. It almost looked like you had to use... I mean, they, they didn't come out and say this, but it looked like you had to use motion controls to do like your big crazy moves, like your super moves that, that you'd been saving up your energy for, kind of like in most fighting games where you build up a bar and then once that bar is full, you can execute a very, very uh, devastating move. Then if it hits your opponent, it'll take quite a big chunk of their life off. Uh, the, the trailer really um, focused on people doing those moves. I hope that you can just do those moves with traditional button presses. You know, I tried the Street Fighter 2, um, the the Hadouken mode, where you play as Ryu and, and it's first person and you're trying to fight uh, these guys coming at you. And it was terrible. And it, it I don't know if it was terrible because Capcom just kind of shoveled it on there as an afterthought. 
Um, but there, you know, I was trying to do the Hadoken move and it wasn't registering it. And there's not, there's very little in video games that is as frustrating as doing the right thing and not having the right thing happen when you do it. So I hope that this game allows you to do those big moves with just traditional controls but also gives you the option of motion controls. And if the motion controls are dead on, then I'll shut up, you know. But I also tend to play at my desk when I'm playing a game because I'm a Twitch streamer. And the idea of trying to do these crazy moves while I'm sitting at my desk, you know, that's not the best idea. Um, I know I'm not the test case. I know I'm not, uh, God, what's that? I'm not, I'm definitely a minority when it comes to that. But I think that a lot of people just want to hit buttons and have things happen. That's what I think. I could be wrong, though. Um, In fact, if we go back to when ARMS came out, I did a survey, and I think we had, I don't know, probably about 4,000, maybe 3,000 people answer the survey. And it was split 50-50 on traditional controls versus uh, motion controls. So I'm I'm willing to be wrong here, but I would very much prefer if we are given both options. Um, the actors in this video look very, very happy. It's almost unnerving. Like, they don't look like real people. They are so happy. Um, nobody smiles like that when they're playing a game. Like, there, there's this one shot that really stood out to me of this guy. And he is doing traditional controls, and he has this giant grin on his face. Now, I'm not saying that when I play a video game, I don't smile from time to time. But... When you are playing a game, you're usually concentrating, and the concentrating face usually isn't one that is nonstop elation. These guys were really happy to be playing a video game, and uh, I almost wish the director had said, okay, why don't we just take it down a notch? Uh, Anyway, that's Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Let's talk about a different game. I've heard kids talking about Konami video games from the Nintendo Entertainment System like they were real. Come on. So I've got a review copy of a game called The Bridge. Um, the, I contacted the developer and they sent me a code and I put it on last night right before bed and I sat down while my wife was getting ready for bed and I just played a little bit and I gotta say I'm really impressed. Uh, it's a puzzle game and it looks like it's hand-drawn like pencil. In fact, when they every time you load a level, you can hear pencil on paper scratching out Uh, the design of the main character. No, I've only finished the first chapter. And I have to say that this is a very cool game. Uh, And I believe it came out today. Uh, So I haven't had much more time with it than you will if you pick it up today. Um, But the idea behind the game is you're a dude who has to get to a door. And there's going to be obstacles in the way. And you can walk from left to right But in addition to that, you can also use motion controls, which I shut off because I didn't like them. Um, Or you can hit the shoulder buttons on your um, Joy-Cons. And by hitting those, you actually tilt the level uh, or rotate the level, either clockwise or counterclockwise. And basically, you turn the walls into more floors. You turn the ceiling into another floor, and you can walk around the level like that. And you have to get keys and get to uh, the door. 
and I'm 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 not going to spoil very much. There's there's usually obstacles that'll kill you, and it's got a a, um, a rewind feature where if you just hold down B or actually I think it was also uh, the Y button, either B or Y, and it just rewinds what you've done before. And the first few levels, I just kind of walk through very easy. Uh, the music is um, uh, very. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of ambient and nothing really going on with the music. Not that it's bad music. It's just, it's not really notable. And if, if I was, um, if I were streaming the game, I would turn off the in-game music and listen to my own stuff. Not because it's bad, but it's just, it's kind of sleep inducing. The music is, um, the game is in black and white and it looks really cool. I love the way that it's drawn. And I really like the puzzles. Like I said before, the first few were very, very easy. But as I kept playing, uh, I remember the last one in Chapter 1. And I again, I won't spoil anything. Uh, but the last puzzle in Chapter 1, that actually took me quite a bit of uh, trial and error to figure out how to get through. So I'm looking forward to playing more of The Bridge. And I, I definitely think that it's a game that you should definitely check out. I said definitely too many times. Um this is a game that would do very well to have a demo on the eShop. Just like, just put the first chapter on, and I bet you that people would buy it. That's the thing that I've noticed with a lot of Switch games, is that there's so many fantastic games on the Switch that people aren't noticing because Nintendo keeps dropping huge, fantastic title after title. Every month we've had something really good to play. At least it feels that way to me. And these smaller games, they... If they had demos, I think that they would get more attention, especially because they're good. Uh, a, a, a company that doesn't offer a demo, I usually feel like they don't believe in the game. And I know that that's not always the case. But if you are a small developer on the Switch and you want to get your game noticed, I think that you guys should definitely, I said it again, definitely, um, make sure to put a demo out so that people will play the game, just a, just a little tiny bit of your game, and that'll get us to buy it. Because even if I wasn't given a free copy of The Bridge, I would buy it after playing just the first chapter. It's very, very fun. It's not the kind of fun where you're going to be like, oh man, I can't believe that happened. It's more like you're just kind of sitting there and putting, it feels like you're putting together a puzzle, which is a weird thing for me to say because I hate putting together puzzles. But it, it, it kind of has that same feeling of you've got this challenge and you just want to figure it out. Uh, so I recommend the bridge and I'm going to, I'm going to be playing some more of it. And if you end up picking up that game, please uh, tweet at me and let me know what you think of it. Uh, or you can email me um, or you can join our discord and uh, we can talk about the game there. Anyway, let's jump into the lightning round. Nintendo. If we're practicing now. And a quick correction before the lightning round. The bridge comes out on the 7th. So I actually got that one wrong. Anyway, uh, lightning round. Super Mario Run was removed from the App Store 
No clue as to why, but it is apparently now, have, it has triumphantly returned. It's got a new update version, 3.0.3. It just says that there are bug and error fixes. Uh, there's a rumor that there was an exploit that someone had found that allowed users to unlock extra content without paying. There's no real um, confirmation of that, but that sounds like a Nintendo thing to do. So if you were looking for Super Mario Run and it was uh, gone, then it is back and you can still pick it up. My son, for some reason, I'm not sure what prompted this. I'll have to ask him. Uh, he started playing it again yesterday and... It was you know, like he was pretty excited because he brought it upstairs and he was like, "Look, Dad, I've got a Switch trophy in the uh, uh, in the middle of my town, and I can also put a Mario Kart Eight thing there." Uh, so you know, it, it's a great game, and if you never played Super Mario Run, you definitely should check it out. Uh, the other part of the Lightning Round is that the Sonic Forces Bonus Edition is now available from Amazon. Just follow the link in the show notes to directly support the show. And you can pick that up right at Amazon at thirty for thirty nine ninety nine. I was not interested in this at all. However, after after how well Sonic Mania did, I'm very much changing my mind about Sonic Forces. I hope it turns out to be awesome. I worry that it won't, but I hope that it will. Who's Kirby? Behind the flabby facade, a physical powerhouse. And real quick, the coming soon, September 5th, that is today, RBI Baseball 2017 and LEGO Worlds comes out. And then September 7th, we've got The Bridge, Neuro Voider, and Double Dragon 4. Um, that is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed, let me know. If there's something that you want me to talk about, uh, tweet at me or something. Stop by the live stream sometime, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And if you're looking for ways to support the show, my wife has finally got in the fabric from the Splatoon from Japan, uh, the Splatoon fabric for the Nintendo Switch dock socks and uh, zippered pouches. Uh, we've got pictures of the dock socks up at her Etsy site. That's etsy.com slash shop slash run, jump, stomp. The uh, zippered pouches pictures will be up soon. Uh, if you're looking for a way to support the show without no cost to you, uh, head on over to iTunes, give us a review, uh, use my Amazon affiliate link, um, and join the Patreon. Patreon, uh, You get exclusive rewards like being able to listen to the show live and um, horrible sketches by myself, by yours truly, uh, every month, and plus more. So anyway, uh, you can find links to all that at runjumpstomp.com slash support. Thank you to Noteblock for the use of the music, and I will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Witchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere they like to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. 
Cancel anytime, your books or yours to keep, even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com slash audible.